Have you ever read a book that had like a grammatical error or a typo and just how you felt about that particular story at that point? Make sure that doesn't happen to you when you're writing important letters. So let's talk to our next speaker, who is a copyright specialist. Building spirituality, family, health, and business. This is The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant. Hey, Giant Builders. Welcome. It must be two o'clock because here we are. And I want to thank you for being a follower. And I also want to remind you that I do have a podcast class available. So if you think that you would like to have your own podcast, I'll have a link below. So today's guest is Jenny Jolly. Hey, Jenny, how are you? Hey, I'm great. Happy to be here. Oh, happy to have you. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, where do we start? Kindergarten or not that far back? Maybe how about high school? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been a word nerd for pretty much as long as I can remember. Um, going back even before high school. Um, and just kind of work-wise led me down the road to a lot of uh, administrative positions, um, a lot of job changes, because 20 years of that, I was a um, active duty military spouse. So lots of move equals lots of jobs. Um, But it gave me a lot of different experiences. And I worked in large corporations, I worked for small businesses, uh, for profit, not for profit, just kind of, I feel like I've done everything. But a couple of years ago, I decided I wanted to take a leap of faith and do something that I was passionate about. And that was proofreading and editing and writing. So I started my own business. And uh, here I am. Well, of those, which do you like the most? Um, well, I can't read without proofreading, like, (laughs) I can't turn it off. And then I can't proofread without editing, because I'm always thinking, Oh, gosh, I could make that sound better, or I could make that punchier. And so uh, those are really my two favorite loves, but I do love to write. Um, I have, we have chickens, we live in rural southern Indiana. And so that makes me a chicken tender. And my uh, three hens were the inspiration for my newsletter that's called Fowl Language, F-O-W-L, language. And so that combines my love of chickens and grammar and my quirky sense of humor. So I get get to flex my creative writing, um, working on that, but... Um, I do other types of writing as well. You correct people when they're having conversations with you? <laughs> no. No, not not verbally. Uh, not, but not legally. Yeah. Well, my daughter got me a cup that said I'm silently correcting your grammar. <laughs> she knows. She's kind of got the bug, too. Uh-huh. Uh, but... Um, if it's something important on the side, I let people know, like if I see a mistake on their website or, oh, something nice. that could, you know, kind of hurt their 
reputation, so to speak. I will let him know in a nice way. But yeah, I, I try to couch everything with a lot of praise and then a little bit of <laughs> critique. Well, that's cool. So when people, what like what types of things do you, do people submit for you to look over? It's, gosh, it's been all over the map. Um, I used to work for an attorney, so his office sends me their newsletter to proof before it goes out. Uh, I've done full-length books uh, for people that are self-publishing. I do a lot of children's books um, that I've gotten in with some really cool authors and um, have been working on a lot of those. Um, I write blogs for people. I have worked on turning their podcasts into blogs. Um, gosh, if it has words, somebody's probably sent it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so if somebody were interested in like writing a book, could they put down like the basic technical parts of it and then have you fill in the exciting parts? Um, that falls under ghostwriting, oh, okay. which I am interested in. I actually talked to a ghostwriter yesterday and oh. was kind of picking her brain on how you do that. And that kind of is. they The person that wants to write the book gives you an outline and usually records a lot of what they want to say. But then the ghostwriter takes all of that information and turns it into a book for them. So I, I am interested in kind of pursuing that. Okay. All right. All right, Giant Builders, send your notes now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she told me I should put out a, a special offer and say, I'm trying to learn. I'll cut you a deal. So. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. We'll have your contact information below. <laughs> right. So tell me what, what does a first meeting look like with you? What happens? Well, I offer um, a free discovery call, which you can access through my website. Go to my Calendly link and set up a time. And then we'll just talk about what kind of um, needs somebody has. And if I have the skills to help them out, uh, a lot of times I can. A lot of times I'll look at their website before we meet to get an idea and um see if I notice anything. I talked to somebody this week who didn't have an about page on her website and she was just so fabulous to talk to. And I said, none of this is coming across in your website. We don't know who you are. You don't, you have a picture of yourself, but you don't say what your credentials are. And so, um, you know, yeah, I just try to give people a well-rounded assessment. <laughs> So tell me, why do you think that it's important to proofread and get your literature right? Well, words have so much power. And I know you've heard the saying that you only get one chance to make a good first impression. And so a lot of times that first impression comes through your website or through some kind of written content. And if you have errors or typos, it really plants a seed of doubt in somebody's mind, um, partially about, are, 
Can they really do what they say they're going to do? And also, are they sloppy or do they really care? You know, if I'm going to give you work, is it going to come back to me what you're putting out into the world? So I think, you know, those are really important. And, um, you know, the Bible has a lot to say about words and um, how much power words have. I mean, God spoke creation into existence just by his word. So um, it's pretty important. <laughs> so <laughs> I try to embrace that. Um, I think in a business, if people realize that the amount of time that somebody spends on your website is typically less than 15 seconds. So you have a very short window to make that good first impression before they're off to the next person. So you don't want to give them any reason to leave either with what you have to say or how it's presented, you know, error-free, hopefully. Um, also, just on a side note, I read recently that um, back in 1962, NASA launched an interplanetary probe that was supposed to go to Venus, but instead, a couple minutes after takeoff, it exploded. And that was because one hyphen was missing out of the computer code. And so that was an $80 million mistake, which we all don't have, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis, thankfully, uh, the chance to mess up that huge. But I did have an author, a children's book author, come to me recently and she had just donated 7,000 of her children's book because it had a typo that no one caught before it went to print. The word extinct was spelled wrong. And so in children's books, they're typically less than 500 words. So when you have a word that's misspelled, it's pretty obvious to people. And so, you know, for her, that was an expensive mistake. And um, she sent me a lot of books recently <laughs> to make sure that doesn't happen again. So, um, yeah, there are just a lot of practical reasons that editing and proofreading are really important. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I had somebody who gave me a resume with a resume letter to it. And the resume letter had like two misspelled words and a complete sentence that was grammatically wrong. And it's, and, and I'm not a real word person, but I noticed it right away. And it's like, yeah, then you're probably not going to be real detailed enough for what I need you to do. So, and it does stick out to me too, when there's a book that has a misspelled word, it's kind of like, what happened here? <laughs> and then I have to reread it thinking, maybe they meant something different. <laughs> oh, I know. It's, it's everywhere. Yeah. So, all right. Going down a different rabbit hole here. What do you think of the chat GPT stuff going out, the AI things? Yeah, initially I would, well, I'll preface it with, I am not, well, maybe say it this way. I am tech challenged. <laughs> <laughs> and so anything new in technology kind of sends uh, a little ripple of fear through me. And so when that came out, all I could think of was, you know, it's more tech. I don't know what to do. And uh, I was in the shower. I have a lot of ideas come to me in the shower. 
And I realized that really it's a tool mm-hmm. and um, the information that you put into it, hopefully you're not just going to use what it spits out, although it can, it can do some pretty amazing writing. Um, you need to add the human touch to it, but I love to edit. So it was just like, oh, it's just more things I get to edit. And so then I lost the fear. Um, I did a few challenges, took a few courses, had a lot of fun playing around with the assignments. And so now I'm comfortable with it. I, um, like I said, I don't use it to do my writing. I use it a lot to brainstorm. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a great tool when you just feel like you don't have any ideas and you can just say, you know, hey, blah, blah, blah. And it will give you 10 ideas that will then spark something in your own head that you can run with. And so um, I, you know, I definitely think it's useful. It's not going away. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. so, yeah, I mean, it's here and uh, it's just, you know, best to kind of em- embrace it, if you will. Uh, but it does hallucinate. It will, <laughs> it will tell you things that aren't true if it doesn't yes. know what to say. So you definitely, you know, need to fact check. And like I said, you never really want to use just what it hands you anyway. But yeah, it can it can be fun to play with. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I like to use it to like outline for me to like. Okay, this is my idea. Give me give me 10 tips in an outline or something like that. So I, I kind of like to use it in that area. And sometimes to um, I, one of the speakers that I saw said, be polite to it because just if AI does take over, you would, if you're nice to it, you'd be the last one they kill. So, <laughs> so I kind of have fun with it. Like, like I'm chatting with a friend or something, you know, and it's like, Oh, thank you. That looks, that was really good. Oh, you're welcome. I hope you have a nice day. And it's like, okay, this is not going well for me. (laughs) Yeah. I have writer friends who have picked a name of what they, you know, call chat GBT, but yeah, yeah, I always say thank you, but can you, I mean, it's all about the prompting. It's all about knowing how to reframe and how to reprompt and, and if you have something you're doing, you want to keep working in that same thread because it will build on all the information you've already told it. So if you start a new chat, so to speak, every time you've kind of lost all of that building up process. So I will, I recently worked on my website and um, surprisingly added more chicken jargon to it. <laughs> and so. So it helped me brainstorm some ideas of um, ways to phrase things on my website that are chicken related, but also related to writing and proofreading. And so that was a lot of fun. All right. So confession here, uh, Giant Builders, if you've noticed a change in the titles of my YouTubes, (laughs) it's because I'm asking (laughs) ChatGPT. Like, okay, here's the content. What would you title it? so yeah that's that's been uh, it's because it, it's hard to come up with some of those things it's just really hard sometimes so what is your what's your future book um 
I don't have a book book per se in mind. I do have a children's book that I literally have carried around for about 30 years. Ooh, okay. uh, I'm surprised someone else hasn't stolen my idea yet. <laughs> well, well, don't, don't say what the idea is. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's, it's very clever. But um, I pulled it out recently and reread it. And now that I have more writing uh, experience, I was kind of like, oh, yeah, I need to work on this some more. So I'm kind of dusting it off and um, working with other authors and seeing their books and that kind of thing has um, helped me to kind of light that fire again to maybe see what I can do with that. And it could turn into a series pretty easily. So um, if I can get the first one down, then then the other ones would be good. But that's about my only big writing goal, probably. All right. Once you get that book out, I want to be the first one to interview you. <laughs> hey, take a promise. Take a promise. Oh, pinky promise. All right. Pinky promise. <laughs> All right. Any closing thoughts? Um, no, not really. I would just encourage people to... Um, you know, do, do their writing, do, you know, put their heart down on paper, but then let somebody else look at it and um, make sure that it's clear and concise. Some people think the wordier, the better, but with the microwave society we live <laughs> in, people want short and sweet and they have this new abbreviation now that's, um, T-L-D-R, too long, didn't read. Oh, So they will give you like a one sentence breakdown at the beginning. Like, here's what this whole email is about in one sentence for people <laughs> that aren't going to take time to read it. So uh, less is more in today's world. Um, but yeah, I'm just happy to talk to anybody, happy to um, see what they're struggling with and just fill in those gaps because I do just feel like it was something God blessed me with. I've worked on it and taken courses and worked on my skills, but it's, you know, I just love words and have fun with it and just want to help everybody. Well, that's great. All right, Jane Builders, do you have a book or something that you need for work that you need it to just be read over to make sure it's just perfect. Jenny is your person. So thank you, Jenny. I appreciate your time and your talent. And hey, I might reach out to you for that ghost writing. Absolutely. Let me know. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Giant Builders. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Thank you for listening. This has been The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant. <laughs>